Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. You know, as women, we have so many transitions in our life. And they're all planted in the beliefs about how we approach those transitions are planted very early in our lives. We come here as pristine, beautiful babies that are perfect. We know what we like, what we don't like. And then in trying to adapt to our environment, we start changing our beliefs because we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We want to be part of a community and we want to get approval. Well, with all the things happened over those years, and it's those things that are reflected in our teenage years and our adult years. So our guest today is really going to be awesome and shining some light on the transitions that she went through. And I think you will be very interested in knowing her strengths uh, from recovering from the transitions that she went through. So welcome, Jasmine. And let me tell my audience a little bit about how awesome you are. Jasmine is a lover of Christ, wife to an amazing man, mother of three kings, Stephen, Solomon, and Simon, author, teacher, and motivational speaker. She has a passion for helping others, especially women and and girls. Her nonprofit, J. Marie International Ministries, is devoted to helping Christians remove spiritual barriers or labels, as she likes to call them, in order to live a life on fire with purpose. She has a strong Christian belief, and that has been saving her, that saved her through a major transition in her life. So welcome, Jasmine. We are so happy to have you here today. Thank you, Ms. Joyce. I really appreciate being on today as well. Well, you know, I was visiting your website, and I was so enamored by the blogs that you wrote and how appropriate right to the heart of so many women issues um, that I really want to spend some time talking about those but as we get into the show but um, tell us why you decided to create this nonprofit the J Marie I decided to create it because I felt that there was something that was missing um, in, I guess, around me. 
I mean, it was just mentorship and just women helping women. A lot of times when you think about two women working together, you think, oh, I don't want to work with another woman because they're catty, they're gossipy, we're not going to get along, um, they're going to be in competition with me. But I wanted different because there's a power women together because mm-hmm. we can learn and glean from them. We can share experiences with one another. And a lot of times I believe that there's a trick that the enemy plays to where we try to be in competition because he understands if we ever turn that into helping one another, we could jump steps, we could jump dimensions and not take as long to get somewhere because we're working as a team instead of working at one another, you know, working as an enemy. So I wanted to kind of release those barriers because a lot of times we don't connect with other people because of our own personal insecurities and not because the other person necessarily did something wrong to us. We do have those situations, but most of the time it's because of our own impressions of that, what that person is going to be like, what that person may do, or the things that you're lacking in yourself that you don't try to collaborate with with another person. Yeah. So I wanted to break those barriers. Mm -hmm. I love when you started talking and, um, about the the barriers were some of the labels that we that we have in us, such as the fear, the jealousy, anger, confusion, pride, frustration, and shame. All of those are developed in our early years from people that love us and don't mean to do that, or they're results of our interpretation of their actions. And it's sometimes we kind of get so frustrated because looking back, we like to blame. We like to say it's really their fault, but it's not. (laughs) You know, many times it's just our own interpretation. You know, I could point my finger at my mother and say she did this, but really she didn't. You know, she did her child rearing as best she could do with the tools she was given. And uh, I think we forget that. But tell us about the, your journey into awakening. I I was reading your blog, which I mentioned earlier, that I was just, in, I, I couldn't put it down, Jasmine. It was so good because it's what, it's what every girl does when they're growing up. And bear with me, I just want to read a little of this, but I want you to tell the story. As a little girl, I dreamed of my wedding day. Don't we all? What the venue would look like, the food we would serve, the music that would be, that would play, the bridesmaids' dresses that would compliment my friends to look picture perfect, the dress I would find, which would cause my parents and the whole bridal party to tear up because I look so gorgeous. That is the dream of every young woman that in in the world, I believe. Yes. <laughs> and and then we get there and then and it it goes on to say, of course I dreamed about my perfect groom. And so that's almost what we focus our growing up years on is that relationship. So uh, share with us, if you will, how that relationship developed and what you found on your journey and how you, how you came in, how you touched, were touched by God. Well, um, 
I talk about that in a sense of we all, especially as women, we dream about our wedding days. We dream about that experience. And we take so much time to dream about the experience of the wedding that we don't necessarily get the information needed in order to maintain the marriage. Yeah. And we get into something with this idea of Cinderella because we've been taught all our lives as, as little girls that we're going to be whipped away by Prince Charming, not understanding the reality of what marriage is. And when you come yes. with that and you realize that that is a fairy tale for real and that marriage is not like that you get crushed and a lot of times we get defeated early okay well i'm not a wife or he's a horrible husband why didn't i see this earlier and my marriage for me was a breaking it mm. it broke my perception of who i was what marriage was and who my husband was and yes. i really had to take a relationship with christ and understand who I was by myself. Because a lot of times we let a race define who we are. We let a, um, a marriage define who we are. And we don't let God define who we are. And we get lost in it. It's very easy yes. for a wife to get Yes. So what she's yeah. supposed to do, get lost in the duties of being a mother and not really tap into her God-given responsibilities and her God-given power. Mm, because of the power that women have when we walk in our God-given gifts, there's a wisdom. I, I think there's, there's a reason why every time the Bible talks about wisdom, see, he always referred to it as a woman, she, mm-hmm. her wisdom, mm-hmm. her grace. And it's because mm-hmm. there's an intuition and a power within us to see something and help our husbands steer in the right direction. But if we don't use that gifting and we think it's just, be quiet, submit, and listen, and it's never stand up for yourself. It's never speak what you need to say in a gentle spirit because yeah. there's something that you see, then your household is not as beneficial because you're not walking in your God-given gift. But again, right. I think it's something we have to learn because, unfortunately, the church doesn't teach it enough. So we hear right. the word submit. We hear the word follow. We hear the word, you know, He's the head, but we don't really get enough information on what that looks like. And it's not just he tells you to jump and you jump high. It's, well, why am I jumping? Why do you think we need to be jumping? What's your plan about this jump? And then let's talk about it again (laughs) since I don't really understand it. And being able to say that and not think that you're being disrespectful. So it was a whole breaking to understand what it is to be a wife, what it is to be a mother, and then walking in the gifts that are not supposed to be bring shame upon me because I spoke up about it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I am a perfect, perfect example of the woman that went through the same type of, of what you described. So it has to be very common to many, many, many marriages. And unfortunately, mine did end in divorce where you actually stayed in the marriage um, I was married for 23 years. So you stayed in that marriage and, um, and only through your faith were you able to. So tell us, cause you did something very drastic and I, and I'd love for you to share that if you will with the audience. Um, well, I got to a stage of severe depression, <laughs> mm-hmm. very, very severe yeah. depression to where I was suicidal. Um, yeah. And it wasn't just a relation, just my marriage was the, that stirred me that it was the idea of trying to be perfect, trying to be the perfect wife, trying to be the perfect mother, trying to be the perfect student, trying to be the perfect daughter. Yeah. 
and failing yeah. multiple accounts because you're not meant to be perfect to everybody. That's just, there's no one who can do that. You're always going to disappoint someone. You're always going to fail the mark on something. But when you've been taught that you can do anything you put your mind to, just try harder. Well, you try mm-hmm. hard again and you keep failing. Eventually, you're going to see yourself as a failure. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt. I felt I was a failure in my marriage, a failure in every avenue. And I just felt like I was worth more dead than alive. Yeah. That if I was okay. dead, then they could at least get, you know, my life insurance money and, and things like that. <laughs> Again, I'm 22 at the time that this is happening. I've been married oh my goodness. for over 20. I was married for almost, for two years, going on three. Uh-huh. I got married uh-huh. at a young age. So, yeah. of course, when I think about it now, there's no way my family would have profited from life insurance because suicide, you don't get it. <laughs> but, again, that's just my thinking that I just yeah. wasn't worth it. Yeah. So right. I sat in that in that small apartment with a knife to my hand, uh, in my hand to slip my wrist, and it's <clears> like God paralyzed me. He wouldn't let me do it. And he, I heard his voice as clear as day, and it, it shocked me. He said, Jasmine, really? You're going to just kill yourself. That's what we're doing today. That's what you're going to do? And it shocked me, Joyce, because, one, God's not supposed to sound like that. He's not supposed to be sarcastic with me. He's supposed to have the Morgan Freeman voice. You know, that oh. very clear, powerful voice. Not be sarcastic and ask oh. you know, those questions like that. So I was yeah. thrown off by that. Like, God, first, you're not supposed to talk to me like that. And then, two, God, do you not see that I'm failing at every aspect of life right now? Like, I'm a loser. And it's yeah. like he took a big bucket that kind of like at if you ever go to Hurricane Harbor, they have this big bucket of water that, like, they pour on people. It's kind of like uh-huh. he took one of those buckets and filled it with love and poured it yeah. on top of me. And the first time I felt that I didn't have to be perfect to be loved by him, maybe by other people's accounts, but in order to be loved by him, he loved me just the way I was. I could be a mess and be perfect for him at the moment. Yeah. So wow. that completely changed my whole mindset because I didn't think that that was possible. I didn't think there was that unconditional love that mm. even when you failed and even when you missed the mark, I'm still going to give you grace and, 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 and love and cover you in the midst of mm. your situation. Mm-hmm. And through that, through that whole process, he let me know that I was wearing things. I was wearing baggage or labels that I like to call them that he did yes. not put on me. And told yeah. me, if you don't take these things off, you're going to be in the same situation again. And this time you're going to be successful with your suicide. Um, so, mm. I, yeah, God only got to tell you that a couple more times. Okay, God. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear you. I took the time to learn what labels were, to learn who God uh-huh. was, mm-hmm. and to learn how to release them. And that's what birthed my book, Dear Labels, and birthed the whole conversation, my signature talk, because I do a workshop with this with ladies. Um, where we actually go through the process of identifying, accepting, moving, and changing the things that are considered the labels in your life. Oh, wow. How powerful that must be. Really. Uh, so many women need to identify that, who they are, love themselves, and know they can. They are perfect. They may be a little... They may need some dusting off in different areas or modification, but they're perfect as they are with modifications. 
changes. So did you and your husband heal your marriage? You, your husband and God heal your marriage? Or did you go outside for therapy or? Um, for my, I didn't tell anyone that I went through it for about three years because there was so much. Yes, I know. I, I know. Um, I actually put myself in online, um, foundation, uh, courses to learn who Mm -hmm. God was because I grew up in the church, but I Mm -hmm. really didn't understand God's love and God, who God was and who he wasn't. I didn't really understand that. So I put myself in the foundation course at Gateway, uh, church, um, and great. And you can, you can do it online. Um, Uh And I watched that online series, and then I started going to small groups at my at my local church, Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. And mm-hmm. I got into a small group, so that way I could really be accountable for someone, and I could really learn who God was. And yes. then eventually, within that three-year process, I was able to tell my husband, you know, exactly what I went through, and mm. tell other people. People were like I don't, I couldn't believe that you know you would do something like that. Aren't you a, Christ, a Christian? And I understand oh, that if I would have told them three yeah. years prior when I was really in the depth, depth of it, I would have yes. stopped. I would have probably went back to it because of the shame. But because I had laid a foundation with who Christ, yeah. who, I, who God was and understanding right. him for myself, I was able to take what someone said and understand it that they're just speaking out of ignorance, which is just lack of understanding mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Christians go through everything. Being a Christian is not a, a cure-all for you not going through problems. It's just you mm-hmm. have a way to deal with them because you have, you have access to a savior. But it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that those problems are going to cure. And I think a lot of people don't talk about their issues because of the shame of you're not supposed to go through something like that because you're a Christian, which is not yeah. true. Well, I think what you did by going to the the online course and also by the support of your group and your church was you found your your voice. Because one thing we do lose during that horrible transition is we lose our voice. Did you not lose your voice? I did. I was. I didn't think that I had anything to offer. I didn't right. think that my voice mattered. I didn't think my voice could help anyone. And yeah. that's the very thing God gave me to use, is to use my yeah. voice, is to use my words, is to use um, my life and the things that I go through in order to help other people. But a lot of times the devil will use exactly what he knows God gifts you with and twist it and turn it in order to keep you from walking in that path because he understands the power that you hold. We don't understand yeah. it, but he does. Right. And he sees it. So he tries to put seeds in despair at the earliest stages so that you never understand what you're calling it because mm. that's what he wants. He wants us to not walk in the true authority and power that God gives us because then we are, we are changers. We impact, mm-hmm. we change lives when we walk in our God-given calling. But he wants mm-hmm. us to be having our eyes on other people in other situations or in despair of our own issues to never understand that an issue is not meant to break you. It's there to grow you. If you stop mm-hmm. being the victim of your situation and start being, you start walking in victory in spite of your situation. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that situations don't come to make you, that you are a victim. Like if, if I, if my husband cheated on me, then I'm a victim of being cheated on. If my um, boss lied on me and I got I lost my job, then I'm a victim of that. But you don't have to move in the, in the mindset of a victim. You can True. say, you know what, that happened to me. 
you know what? It sucked, and I'm kind of frustrated about it, but this will not hold me back from anything that God has for me. I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to forgive, not for them, but for my own soul. And I'm going to move forward and help someone else not go through the pain that I'm going through. Use your pain as a weapon for good and not an excuse not to move. Right. There's so many women that um, I know going through difficulties. I mean, they can have cancer, they can divorce, they can become a widow. And it's almost like, like that becomes their story. You know, it's like life going forward is about the story that caused the change in their life or the grief in their life. And, you know, you're saying just turn it around and use it to find out why, enrich, grow. And that changes. It's not the story anymore. It's the lesson then. It's a shift in mindset. And it's a shift in mindset that everyone's not willing to to own to because it's hard to do that. It's so much yes. easier to sit in your in your trouble and say, "Well, it's me," and make excuses why your why your life is not where you want it to be at. It's so much easier to do that. It's harder mm-hmm. to pick yourself up and and stumble through it and fall some more and get back up and fall some more and get back up until you eventually get to where you want to be. Because it's not mm-hmm. going to be getting up and just walking straight with no issues. Failure is a part of life. It's not if you fail; it's when you fail. But if you right. understand that failure, again, is not meant to stop you. It's meant to grow you. If if I never went through certain circumstances, I would have never grown the way I did. Again, I got married mm-hmm. at 19 years old. <laughs> I had my first kid at 22. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was suicidal at 23. <laughs> you know, I went through a bunch of heartaches <laughs> and all and get down. But now I'm a 29-year-old that can Speak to women who are twice their age because of the experience that I went through. I'm not your typical 29-year-old. And I understand that those situations help cultivate something in me. Did I like those things? No. Would I change them? No, (laughs) because they grew me. No. No. I don't like what happened to me, but I like the person that I became as a result of trusting God and using my frustration as a weapon for his kingdom. But if I mm-hmm. never go through anything, then I never learn how to trust God. I never learn how to fall on my face and say, God, why is this going on? And for him to show himself strong in my life. Those issues mm-hmm. allow us to get closer to God because we we're able to see the magnificent power of who he is. If we right. never go through issues, yeah. then we never need a God. And you missed out on understanding mm-hmm. who God True. is for yourself. Mhm. Yeah. Well, you decided to make your work a nonprofit. I'm always interested in knowing why somebody does that. So, can you share why you decided to make your your mission, your international? You are known as J. Marie International Mission Missionaries. Um, and is it primarily because you wanted to go all over the world to teach this yes. this lesson? Yeah. It's probably because that the mission is to not just be in my local area, but to take the message wherever I can go and, and to be going in different countries and, and helping women and helping girls um, to transform their lives, to not be defined mm. by their circumstances and the things around them. Um, and at mm. first I was, 
you know, little bother, like, okay, there's so many other people who are doing something. Why do I need to do the same thing? But it was something in my heart that had always been there since I was a teenager. I love helping people. That's always been in my nature. Yeah. Um, so I had to stop the fear that I would be doing something that someone else is doing because right. I could touch someone's life that that organization couldn't get to. Oh, so I did it with this yeah. sense of I, what I would want someone to do for me. I would want yeah. someone to support me more. And again, it's not that I didn't have a wonderful family, but it's, it's sometimes difficult to yeah. tell your family your issues. It's some, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to have a third party who hasn't raised you all their life, who put in, you know, their opinions on why you're going through something and to be able to just come clean and share and grow with someone else who's willing to be empathetic because a lot, sometimes your family's not willing to be empathetic to what you're going through or they're mm-hmm. not willing to be real with you. Like, no, you were wrong. You shouldn't have done that. So I wanted to be a voice that I was missing in my own life. Right. So when you um, had your transition, I'm going to say, or your moment with God, uh, your initial moment with God, did you immediately start, did you communicate that with your husband or, or did he see a change right away or how did that, how did that play out? Um, he, he gradually saw a change because Uh I had to learn how to walk in a new nature. Um, I did have to slowly have to share some things with them, but I go back to the scripture verse that where Jesus said a prophet is praised everywhere except in their own house and in their own, where they grew Mm -hmm. up. It's kind of the same thing. Um, he had to see me in action to accept that was that was a part of who I was now because I got married so young I wasn't I didn't fully grow into the woman I was supposed to be yet yeah so he saw me through different phases of life and when people see different phases of life it's hard for them to change their opinion of you so I had to let the things that I was doing and not let his opinion stop me from walking forward but also Mm -hmm. doing it in a respectful manner but letting my Mm. light shine in order for him to, in order for God to confirm what my calling was. And that right. was a difficult process. I mean, we're still working on that as well. We will be back shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www 
joycebufordempowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's Marching Man We have a book titled The Art of Doing Nothing by Veronica Bien in our guest room by the bed. I'm telling you, this book is an impossible challenge. In the state of Maine, it's said that someone who bottoms chairs for a living is lazy, presumably because one's bottom is perpetually in the chair. To sozzle means to laze around or perform a task in a sloppy way. The word is mainly found in New England. A quote from 1848 describes the term as used by housekeepers in certain parts of Connecticut to refer to a lazy person. Other words for lazy people are abbey lovers, scabberlatchers, and slaughter pooches. To me, the ultimate love lolly is someone who is too lazy to even fake like they're working. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's marching It's summertime, and you know what that means. Attack of the Mosquitoes. Other names for the mosquito are Galley Nipper, Katie Nipper, Gabber Napper, and Gelly Whopper. A quote from the 1906 book The Parsons Boys asserts that galley nippers are so-called because at each nip, they took a gallon. Mitzi is a deceptively cute shortening of mosquito that might be heard in Ohio. If you're in Virginia and hear someone complaining about cousins, they might have annoying relatives, or they might just be talking about mosquitoes. Why do they call mosquitoes cousins? Because there are so many and they stick so close. But whatever you call them, all this begs the question, why didn't Noah swap those two mosquitoes? It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Jasmine Jackson. And Jasmine lives in the Dallas area, but she has such an interesting story of all the young girls and how we make that transition in our expectations of what our marriages will be, how she successfully recovered her, I'm going to spring, and saved her marriage. And so... It's a valuable story. We were just commenting before break about the ring doesn't define me. She has an awesome blog, um, a run on her site. Her site is www.jazzmenmarie.com. And so you'll want to go to her website just to read several of her blogs. One of them that she has outlined there um, is her book called Dear Labels. Now, Jasmine, tell us why you chose that. Had that um, Dear Labels came about through just a personal experience. Um, I started to write labels, a letter to labels in my life, um, because I knew there was a power of declaring victory and putting it to words and really going through the scriptures and finding um where in the scripture I was given that a power and that authority to overcome that particular spirit. 
So it came out of me writing my own personal letters to the labels in my life. So what the book does, before you read, get to the actual chapter, you have the letter that I wrote, my personal letter that I wrote to my label um, in order for you to understand it. And in the back of the book, there's a template for you to actually write your own letter of victory towards the labels in your own life. What a great tool that would be. Really good. Um, what are some of the labels that we as women particularly, I know you can just use yourself as an example, but but the labels I, I, I'm sure would be jealousy and are those, what are the most common do you find in working with women? The most common um, labels are actually labels that are actually in my book. Um, which are seven. Um, they're fear, frustration, mm-hmm. confusion, shame, jealousy, anger, and pride. Um, so uh-huh. those are the most common labels that most of all Christians deal with um, mm-hmm. and women deal with, and your situations mm-hmm. can tie right into that. Like you're not moving forward in doing a business because you're fearful that you may fail or you're jealous okay. that your business may not be exactly how the, your neighbors is and bring the, you know, a, a profit like they're bringing in. So a lot of the right. things that we go through are tailored under those seven uh, major labels that we walk around with on a daily basis. And with the mm. book, uh, what I talk about in the book is the perspective that you have towards the labels, because not all right. of those things are wrong. It's not wrong to have some fear. You know, right. fear helps us, you know, if, I know I shouldn't jump off a building because I may die. And that's a fear of dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that fear. will keep me from fear. jumping off a building. But the issue yeah. is that when, when fear becomes a paralyzing agent to where you can't move forward in anything in your life because you fear of the result, then now fear mm-hmm. has taken the wrong place in your life. Now it's become a master of your life instead of being a tool in your life. So we go through in each chapter talking about how you're to change your perspective because they're not all bad, but they're bad if you have the wrong mindset towards them. Uh, Okay. I'd love for you to address one of those uh, labels, and it's shame. I think shame is, I don't know, for me it's kind of a big word. It's kind of a scary word. Um, Can you say anything about shame? Oh, yes. I can definitely say that. Um, that was my number five label. <laughs> um, and shame, oh, these are in order. <laughs> yes, they're in order. <laughs> um, okay. Shame for me was a lot of things. The shame of being a suicide survivor. The shame of not being as well with money like I wanted to and making some really poor decisions with money. The shame uh-huh. of not being successful like some of my other friends were. And shame is wrong because it pulls down who you are. But you have to twist it. Shame is not supposed to be there. It's supposed to be conviction. Okay. Conviction is not a bad thing. Conviction lets you know that something is going on in your life that's not right in order for you to change Mm -hmm. it. So the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit doesn't come to bring us shame. It comes to convict us to change. 
But if you don't have the right perspective towards it, you'll pull yourself down when God was meant to pull, was trying to pull you up and see that you were going through something and there was an area in your life that you needed to tweak. So for me, it was shame that I was, that I was using my money, um, unwise and spending Mm -hmm. on shoes and clothes like I was supposed to. But what God was trying to do was convict me to be a better steward of my resources and learn how to handle the things God gave me so that I could enlarge um, the amount of money that was in my bank account by being a better steward. But those are two different things if you have a different mindset from what is me, you're a bad person, to, okay, this is something you need to fix in your life. This is how we can do it. Right. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, where do people go if they want to get your book? Uh, they can go on my website. Yes. You can uh-huh. order on my website at www.jasminemarie.com and Jasmine spelled J-A-Z-Z-M-I-N-M-A-R-I-E.com. So you can order the book from there. Um, and I'll, sh- we'll ship it out to you. My uh, company will ship it out to you and everything. But browse through, I really do encourage you to browse through, like you said, and look at the blog um, and read the different passages and different things just to kind of get a feel for who I am. Because what I try to pride myself on is just being real. Because a lot of times as Christians, I find it unfortunately that we put on this mask of being perfect and then other people look in and Mm -hmm. say, oh my gosh, I'm such a bad person because I don't look like them but we have to be willing to show each other our scars and show our, our mishaps so that people can understand that your life's not perfect, that you weren't perfect, that you had a lot of issues that you had to go through, but it's through the grace of Jesus Christ and it's through you working and putting works behind what you believe that you got to where you are. So it's about mm-hmm. being transparent. It's about being real in order for the kingdom to be enlarged and for people to get saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good message. Good message. Well, I was looking at the blog area because I was so fascinated by your titles. Great titles. It made like the ring doesn't define me. A great title. There was uh, something else called running in the rain. I thought that was a wonderful story. And uh, I thought it was interesting about your husband waking you up to give you the time to run early before your three boys got up. And had your relationship not been on an honest and loving relationship, some women might say, oh, he thinks I'm fat. I need to get up and run. But you took it so beautifully just as, oh, how wonderful you're giving me to watch the boys so I can go run. I love that analogy and how you interpreted it. And um, it was so healthy and it was so loving the way that you did that. So, but there are two that I want to know, and I want to know this because I want to know if they're, uh, they're upcoming books for you. Uh, one is called Dear Fear, and another one is called Scared But Not Paralyzed. Dear Fear will be posted next week, and um, it just talks oh, about... Oh, okay, it is a... It's a blog, so it's not a book. Okay, it's <laughs> a blog. Okay, okay. Jasmine, what are the other things that you do in your work... Um, I see speaking and what are some of the other things that you provide for people? Um, well, I also am a small group leader, so I am active in my own church, uh, Oakland Bible Fellowship, um, where we do, um, we meet twice a month in order to go through the Bible and just make real life connections with women within the community. 
And then um, yeah. I have a mentoring program within Jamery International Ministries where I take a group of young girls um, between the ages of 8 and 16, and we do mm-hmm. different things like uh, go to Six Flags. We have sleep slumber parties. Uh, we have tea parties. Oh. <laughs> and it's just really uh-huh. cultivating that spirit of, of sisterhood, um, early uh-huh. so that they understand there's a power and unity when women and girls are working together and yes. we're not supposed to be each other's enemy. We're supposed to be each other's partner. Um, so I really uh-huh. do try to do what I, what I speak and what I teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that you also have on your website, a giveaway for, uh, people to go. And I, I really do encourage you to go to, um, Jasmine, Jasmine's, um, website because she has these blogs with these fascinating titles and they're all just, um, so inviting for, to read. Uh, so I really do encourage you to go, but she also has a giveaway for those that do want to go to her website. So where, what is, what's your website again? So they can get there and tell us about the, the giveaway that you have for no them. No problem. So, again, my website is uh, www.jasminemarie.com, and Jasmine spelled J-A-Z-Z-M-I-N, and then Marie, M-A-R-I-E.com. And I'll be hosting a free webinar on the intro- on introducing how to identify labels. So that's the first series of the webinar that I uh, that is called Releasing the Labels in Life. Um, so oh, you wonderful. Go to my website. Um, uh-huh. Starting on Monday, we'll be up on Monday. We had a little technical difficulties. The modern beauty of technology. Tell <laughs> me uh, about it. <laughs> exactly. You can go on Monday and you can sign up for the free webinar series that is going to happen in August. It's going to happen mid-August, um, where you can at least learn how to identify the label. So the first series is going to be free. Um, mm-hmm. we, there is it is a four-part series. So the other three you will have to pay to in, to uh, get enrolled. But I wanted mm-hmm. to at least offer the first one free so that you can kind of understand what the, they are and how to be a mm-hmm. part of the movement of releasing the labels in your life. Oh, I think that's wonderful. So do you know the date yet of when you're – we go there now to sign up for it. But yes, the so Monday – yes. Monday it actual, will be live for you to register. And then okay. the actual webinar will take place on August – the 25th, which is a Saturday. So August the 25th is going to be the actual day of the webinar. That's when it'll go live for you to be able to click in um, and play it. If you're not able to actually get on the actual date, there's going to be a replay. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> that's the first day it'll be released, and then I'll keep it live for seven days so that you can replay because I understand I'm a busy person. I'm yes. a mother, a wife, a business owner, a teacher. So Saturday, I may not be able to get to on Saturday, but I will be able to get to another day. So we're going to keep it live. You'll get a code, and you'll be able to keep it live for seven days after that. And then uh, if you decide to go on with the series, uh, you'll go back to the website and sign up for the three, the rest of the three-part series. And then mm-hmm. we will do that uh, in September, one week uh, for three weeks. You'll get the actual message. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, th- that's always great. I, the Internet has enabled us to reach so many more people 
than we used to. It's not just those in your Dallas area where you are, but now the whole world can listen to you. And so I really encourage any of you. You can tell that Jasmine has... Uh, why do I do that, Jasmine? I'm changing your name to Jasmine. <laughs> so it's sorry perfectly about that. fine. <laughs> I like Jasmine. <laughs> I think it's beautiful, smells wonderful. But um, anyway, I just think it's so awesome that we are, have this ability in this day and time to reach and give so many people support in their growth. And so I really, really encourage you to participate in this webinar with Jasmine. And um, so I'm glad that we're, we're visiting today so that we can learn about this and have it on the radio so that you get the podcast. People will be able to listen to it and sign into it. So... What are, what's going forward? What's your next step? I know you're busy, busy, busy because you have three sons, a husband and, and, and your work in the church. But do you have plans for the upcoming that other than this magnificent webinar? Yes. Um, the next step, uh, right now is to tweak for one on one coaching because I've gotten requests from a lot of people to actually do one-on-one coaching about identifying labels in their life. So I am hashing out a plan in order to accommodate those people to really help you because, some, you know, a webinar is great, and it gives you the general information, but sometimes you need someone to sit down and say, okay, this is what I'm going through. What what, is, what are my labels? Um, yeah. So that is what I'm working on now is to be able to do the one-on-one consulting because, again, I want this message to really impact your life. Um, yeah. So if that, you know, once you've done the webinar, you, you, you get all the information, you still think, okay, I really need someone to help me pinpoint it. I want to be able to be that resource for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we will be uh, looking forward to your webinar. I will sign up for it as well. And <laughs> I also think that you need to tell them again how to get your book because to me, getting your book is a good way to start, um, not so much preparing for the, maybe preparing for the webinar, but just to give some background in case they yes. can't follow the webinar. Yes. Um, again, you can get on my website. Um, it's www.jazzmemory.com and jazzmemory spelled J-A-Z-Z-M-I-N and then M-A-R-I-E.com. You go to my, that's uh, my website, go to books at the top. You'll see it. On my bar, uh, once you get to book, there'll be an informational on what the book's about. Click on it and go ahead and purchase it and we'll ship it out to you. Um, so I really, like I said, don't just go in and purchase the book. I, I'm always excited when people purchase the book because I know it's going to be a tool to help you, but also browse and stay connected. Subscribe to the blog so that you're able to, um, be aware of when new postings are coming up. Um, because mm-hmm. like I said, we just, we're just going to release Dear Fear, uh, next week. So I'm excited about that. I've been working <laughs> on it. <laughs> but I like, I want to make sure that my writing is eloquent and that you, it's understandable. Um, so yes. I like to make sure that happens. And mm-hmm. after that, you will be, uh, you'll understand the title, uh, Fear, you know, scared but not paralyzed. Yeah. You'll understand that topic once, once we release that blog that's coming out next month so I'm, yeah. again i'm super excited about what's going on yeah i love the, that how you're helping 
um, young couples and young women to define their lives and what they want their lives to be and how they can recover or reclaim um, their lives if it's, they're struggling. So I have so appreciated having you on this program today, Jasmine. Um, the message you brought is powerful. Um, you've talked about the, the um, suicide attempt and the amazing um, the the amazing interaction with God to help you not do what you thought you had to do. So I think that is just uh, so powerful. Um, so I want to say thank you very much for being with us today. And I look forward to um, um, staying in touch with you. So oh, I'm so excited about that. And I, again, thank you so much, Joyce, for allowing me to come to your audience and share my story and making the connection with me. Um, I hope that my prayers always, wherever I speak, that there's someone listening who needs to hear what I'm, uh, what I'm saying because my mission is to impact. It, yeah. maybe not, you know, maybe God won't give me to impact millions, but if I can impact one person, then I know that it's the ripple effect, which means yeah. if I impact you, then you'll impact someone else and you'll impact someone else. And eventually I would have packed a lot of people by only being true and being authentic, um, to the message yeah. God has for me. So I pray and I hope that you listen to the words with a open here and open heart and a mm-hmm. uh, clear perspective on where we're coming from in order to make the change in your life in order for you to live a life on fire with purpose. I love that. I love that. So thank you very much. Um, and um, so I would like to again mention about my book, um, Living, uh, effortless happiness, which is about finding your voice. And it's also available on my website, Joyce Buford Empowers, as dot com, as well as on, um, uh, the internet. So I do hope that you will want to find the values that you have. What are the values that give you your voice and help you live the life of effortless happiness? So I am very grateful that you're with us today. I think the message that you've heard is one to be remembered and to put in good use. So thank you for being with us today. We look forward in the future that you're going to be back. Next week, of course, we're going to be back sharing more wonderful stories of women that are changing lives and making women's lives rich and full. So thank you for being with us today, and we look forward to next week. Have a great week. I love you. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 